Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Danielle, and she asks, I'm considering the purchase of a four-unit property that could be redeveloped as a six-unit apartment building, and I'm wondering how can I calculate what I can afford to pay for the property? They're asking 900000 I think it's too much, but I can't really tell what would be the appropriate offer price. Well, Danielle, this is a great question. In fact, today we're covering part two of this question. On yesterday's show, we answered the very same question for a simpler case in the case of a property where you're looking to do a quick sale. Your case is of a buy and hold, and it's a similar analysis to the quick sale, but there's an extra layer of calculation to be done. When we buy real estate for a long-term hold or a quick sale, we use a similar approach, very standard in the industry, called residual land value analysis. It's a fancy term that means you need to work backwards from the answer to the question, or you work backwards from the value of the finished product to the raw material that you're starting with. On yesterday's show, we did a bunch of math to explain how residual land value analysis works. And for those of you that want to follow along with a spreadsheet, there's an example you can link to in the show notes in the episode. Just go to the show notes, click on the link, and you'll get a copy of the example. The same spreadsheet that we used for yesterday's show has a second sheet embedded within it with the buy and hold analysis. And on today's show, we're going to look at the case of a four-unit apartment building in a hot area. The first thing you need to assess is the as-is value. That's based on the current rents for the current property. Now, for your specific property, the rents are quite low at about $1,050 a month. The taxes are high, and the expenses will probably run near 50% for a building of that age. If we value the property aggressively, even at a 5% cap rate, which would be expensive for that quality of asset, you would find the property is worth no more than half a million dollars. That's a long way from their asking price. So now we're going to look at the residual land value analysis, assuming you redevelop the property into a four-unit apartment building. The property you found is in a great area that's in high demand. Rent for new product in the area is running at about $2.30 per square foot. We're going to build four apartments at 900 square feet each, with an additional overhead of 20% for the common areas. We only charge rent on the rentable area of 3,600 square feet, and the gross rent will be $100,000 a year. I'm going to cut a few corners here in the rental analysis, like accounting for vacancy. The point is not to build a complete model for rental at this stage, but to demonstrate how residual land value analysis works. When we're building a new building, the expense ratio is going to be much lower than in the as-is case because the rents are higher and you've got a brand new building. We're going to assume a 35% expense ratio, and we'll use the same 5% cap rate as before. Once built, the building should be worth $1,400,000. Your business is going to run as a healthy business, and I recommend you set the same profit margin as in the new construction case at somewhere between 25 to 30 percent. And I would start at 30 percent, and as you get more experience with strong and predictable systems, you can lower your margin requirement. In this case, the notion of margin is a bit different. We're not selling the property. Instead, we're going for a refinance. You want to target to refinance the property at 70 percent loan to value so that you can recover. 100% of your initial investment in the refinance. If we take 70% of that $1,400,000 value, then our maximum investment is going to be capped at $980,000. Your goal in the refinance is to have $420,000 of equity with zero cash tied up in the property. Our loan closing cost 
is going to cost about 3% of the loan amount, or about $35,000, and we're now down to $935,000. We're facing a year of holding costs, so we could budget $60,000 for that. Now we're at eight thirty-five, dollars And just like the case yesterday, we need design, engineering, and permits for another $30,000. We can build a good quality B-plus product these days for about $126 per square foot in many markets. We subtract the hard construction, the foundation, the site servicing costs, and that leaves us a residual land value of $331,400. So that's the maximum price we'd be willing to pay for the land in that instance is $331,400. That number is the residue, what's left over from all our calculations, hence the term residual land value. This is the exact same calculation, whether it's for a flip, new construction, or in this case, a build and hold. So go to the show notes for this episode, download the spreadsheet example. I want to thank you, Danielle, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.